the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you, the words, 6.30 a.m. I can't believe they have a car dealer room amongst all these preachers, but uh, that's their deal, and I love them. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael. Oh, everybody that's involved, and let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Let the Holy Spirit roll. Let the, let it be the best show that I can do because of you, not because of me. But bless each and every one of these listeners. Let them let, let them learn. Let them grow. Let them examine themselves. Let them understand what this ministry is about. Trying to help you understand your purchases to make better purchases. And I just bless each and every one of these listeners with the Holy Spirit flowing through them and loving them and help us to love and honor everybody. Help us to know that we need to take care of people. We need to have a conscience. We need to be blessed by your presence each and every day. And ask it in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. I, I think I've got a pretty interesting show today. We're going to talk about the big spin. We're going to talk a little bit now, a little bit later, a little bit about flood cars. Man, I'm going to tell you, we haven't seen them yet, but they're on the way, Jose. I'm telling you, they'll be flooding into here because how far do you have to travel with them? You're not going to take them all over. You know, there's certain stuff that will travel all over the United States, but there's so many of them. Right now, I was told in Houston, they're going down the road. If it's been sitting there and it's still been in a flood and it hadn't been moved and hadn't nothing been done to it, and they've notified everybody, they're picking them up and crushing them just to try to get them out of the way. There's so many. There's, I think there's 700,000 flooded vehicles. And so where are they going to show up? They're going to show up here. Now, what's amazing to me, how many people want to buy them? I've had so many people call me. I've got guys saying, I want a Jeep Wrangler. I want a two-door. I want this. I want that. And I want it flooded. And I want it cheap. Well, I'm not sure that that market, you know, depends on how many people. Here we go back supply and demand. How many people are going to jump on those units and raise the price? Because a lot of them said, I'll just change all the electronics out. But you got to remember, there's, you know, you can get a little water in the rear end, the transmission in the rear end, and, and the life of that is not going to last that long. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But I'm going to talk about the big spin. But how we're going to lead out to the big spin, uh, go to Matthew 25, 34 to 40. But 45 states, he will reply, I will tell you the truth. Whatever you did not do for the one of the least of these, you did not do for me. That's the 45. But do unto others as you would have un do unto you. Now, how does that pertain to the car business? If you go to Matthew 25, 34, the king says, the king will say to those on the right, Come, who you are blessed by the Father, and your inheritance in the kingdom, and since the creation of the world. I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, you visited me, and the rest of it. But I tell you the truth, whatever you did for the one of the least of the brothers of mine, you did to me. So if we're spinning customers, if we're lying to customers, if we know they're in need and we know better, are we doing what's right? Are we intimidating and we know we can't? Are we 
putting pressure on them. We know we can. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Barry, you got to throw that rock at me every once in a while. Hey, let's give the phone number just in case you want to call in, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Give us a call. There's no dumb questions. Only dumb questions are ones you don't ask. But give me a call. Love to answer any questions, talk to you about anything. It doesn't matter. Um, we're on my nickel in North Park, Toyota. And if you'd like to sponsor this show, we're looking for sponsors. Proving the community you want the best for them, you want them educated, and you want them to spend their money wisely so they can have money for retirement, have money for family, have money to bless other people. Do you want that kind of for, for our listeners? KSLR, the word wants that for their listeners. Uh, K Loop wants that for the listeners. They're, they're sister stations. They want to prove the community they want the best for them. So give me a call. Uh, my mobile number is 830-708-4789. And the number here is 210-340-9585. So, you know, as trained professionals, and remember that neurosurgeons go to school for eight years and car dealers go to school forever. Because things are changing, and we've got to keep sharp, and we've got to collect every available dollar. And overhead is not going to go down. Name a living expense the last 10, 20, 30 years has gone down, and wages hadn't come up. But we got overhead is just it's blown out of proportion. I talk to so many dealers that overhead is so huge, and that's why they've got to work so hard to get every available dollar out of you. Do they care how they treat you? Do they care what they tell you? Spend, spend, spend. I put on Facebook, and I've texted a few friends of mine, about the big spend. The big spend this week, and it happens every single day at probably, I'd say, you know, 80% of the dealers will not tell you the truth and beat you up. 20% will do it right. But that 80%, Probably 30% of them spend you. And how do they spend you? Well, young couple married, both in the military, both trying to serve the country, trying to get educated, trying to improve themselves, walks into a dealership needing a better vehicle because now they're stationed in New Mexico and they need to get back and forth. So we have a young couple walks into a big-time, big-spend dealership that spends so many people, it's unbelievable. And so they walk in, and June, now we're talking about June, now July, now August, going on September, almost four months. So they walk into this dealership, and, oh, man, we love you. We want to be your friend. Come on in here. We're going to take care of you. Now, you owe 4500 on your vehicle, and we're going to give you that trade-in. Well, their vehicles were 45 to 5 No problem. Especially now, I've told you, the market's going up because we lost 700,000 cars. So they walk in there, we're going to make a special deal for you, and we're going to take care of you. So, okay. So we're going to sell you this car, and they sell them a a $10,000 wholesale unit for seventeen nine. I believe that was the exact figure, pretty close to that. And they give them 4500 trade, and they add all this, that, and the other, and put it all together. And then they finance it with a great credit union. I can't believe the credit union allowed it to happen. So we're giving you 4500 on the car. But, oh, by the way, you know what? They didn't make the payments on the car. So the customer who's traded the car off has to make the payments on the car. Now, what's wrong with this picture? Excuse me, big time, big time dealership. You've got a man driving in something else, and you're making them make payments on your car. Oh, but since they made two payments of 600 and I think it was $30 on that car, the dealership was real nice and gave 240 back for those two payments that they made. Now, this story could go on for hours. I sat down there, and I couldn't believe these people went for all the stories. They got them in, and they re-signed them up three times. They got both got great credit. 
And they told them all, no, your credit's bad because they didn't look. They didn't search their credit, didn't know exactly what it was. So instead of getting the 1.9 or maybe 2.9, they signed up several times. And the last time is 11.9 interest rate. Man, oh, man. Uh, Do unto others as you'd have done unto you. You know, to do it to the least of us, these people are serving the country. They're young. They need help. They need good transportation. They bought a 12-model car with decent miles, paid way too much money, gave their trade away, made payments on the trade-in, came in and signed the paperwork three times. They t- And then one time they told me, you have, they said, we're not coming back in. First time they said, we're not coming back in. So well, that's all right. Uh, we're going to have to trade back with you. You either got to come in and sign the papers and take your car back. We can't get you finance. 700 scores in automatic finance. Two of them was 700. Liar, liar, pants on fire. So they come back in. They said, well, we'll just trade back. You know, this deal's too flaky for us. Here we're now. We've gone from June to July. And so they get them back in and say, hey, you know, we're going to. Trade back with you. Okay, we'll trade. Well, oh, no, no, no. Well, let, let me check. Let me check. See, they threw this bluff at them, and they will bluff you. And then they said, we got to check, make sure we didn't sell your car. Oh, well, we sold your car. Now, they sold the car in July, and they had to make the payment in July, and then they had to make the payment in August on a car that the dealership had sold. Does that make sense to you? Boy, if that isn't mousing people around, I do not know what it is. Man, I'm going to tell you, you know, we know better, but we don't do better. We know the truth, but we don't tell the truth. So here we are. They can't trade now. Oh, they're lying to them. Hey, now, if they haven't paid the car off, why would a dealership sell it? And I happen to know that dealership. They didn't sell the car. They lied to them. They got it parked out on some lot, hid out in a box somewhere, or got it hid out in another group of cars. So they're, they're, having, they're having these people spun so much. First off, they didn't know what the car was they were buying. Then they just told them on their trade, and then they didn't tell them the interest rate, and then they bumped them on the interest rate. So now they're back in there, and they say, oh, we can't trade back with you, but you got to sign a new contract. Your credit's bad. Well, they said, our credit's good. Well, but this is the interest rate we got you qualified for. So what do they do? They sign another contract, a new contract, higher interest, more money, this, that, and the other. So they told them, you're financing uh, 20 and so they they get in the car and they take off and they think the deal's done. Now we're in pushing in August. They signed up in, in September. I mean June. Here we are in September. So they call them up and said, "Oh, we made a mistake on the contract. We need you to come back in." Well, you made a mistake. You made a mistake. That's your fault. Well, we got to have a new contract signed up. Well, see, the date had run out, and that was the problem. They could get in trouble with the FCC. Yeah, they could have gotten in trouble with the guys that regulate the loan situation, and then they were sending it to this good credit union that don't care what the dealers do to them. They can overcost. You know why dealer credit unions don't care if you're paying too much for a car? Now, there's one of them that does. I mean, they, they watch it and watch it close. The problem is they don't know what's going on. They don't know what the real market is. You know, and it's hard to say because they're lenders. They're not car people. So this other place said, oh, man, we, we finance a lot of money. They're in the military. We can get it off of them because they're in the military. If they pay too much, we make more interest. See, the problem is the dealer, time this deal got through, made probably 9% interest at least, maybe 10, because they got them at 11.9. They probably got them bought at 1.9. They're in the military. This is kind of a military uh, lending institution. So they allowed the dealership to make 9 10% interest, and they took a small interest, but they knew they had a, a good deal going. Here's people good credit. 
military. They got it socked up, got it rocking and rolling, got, oh, man, ain't this a great deal? And they don't, do they care? Now, I mean, if they look at the deal, if the lender and their guy that does the lending looks at the deal, does he, does it matter to him that they're getting killed on the interest? Getting killed on the price, and you had to re-sign again. What? How does a lender get involved? You know, as an independent, I get if I would go to charge too much, they'd slap my hand. But not a new car franchise because they're they're so great, they're so bulletproof. They don't do any ring ring, and we don't want to make them mad because they're sending us customers. Now, who's wrong in this deal besides the dealership? the sales manager, the salesman, and everybody else in this deal. And now the lender. The lender sees the deal. They see the contract. They see that the dealership's making 9%, 10% interest, and they allow it. Gee, thanks. I thought y'all were watching out for us. Uh, gee, thanks. Yeah, I thought y'all knew something about interest rate. Gee, thanks. I thought you knew something about credit score. And how we've been paying. Oh, gee, thanks. You don't care that we're serving the military? So now we're going into getting close to September. Still, the people riding around on a black tag. A black tag means it hadn't been transferred. Black tag means that they haven't put in their name because they're trying to figure more ways to make more money. Why transfer it when we're going to get us a new contract and make more interest and add a little more? And before you know it, they're pushing twenty-two thousand finance when the deal started at nineteen five. Got pushed. They figured out a way to make another twenty-five hundred and picked up some more interest. So they end up. These people end up signing the contract three times. But oh, they rush them through. You, we got people waiting in line, but we put you up front. We're going to rush you through this contract so you don't read all the spots. Is that the game? Sure, that's the game. Well, you know, we, we, I'm going to lunch, or I, I, I'm off at 3 o'clock. I heard an F&I person tell a guy the other here, this was several years ago, oh, I've got an important meeting at 3 o'clock, so I'm, I'm going to bring you in here and get you done so uh, you can go and I can go make my meeting. i got to make that meeting at 3 o'clock. Well, I happened to be that, come back at that dealership and the guy never had a meeting, but boy, it was a great story, wasn't it? Oh yeah, come on, Bubba, get on in here. We're gonna we're gonna sign you up real quick. We're gonna make you happy, and we're gonna send you down the road. And I don't want you to look at all the blanks on there. I'll fill them in later for you. You know, hey, some some dealerships will sign your name. They'll they'll pack those payments. They'll move the interest rate. They'll put extra charges on there. They'll hammer you as best they can. Let me tell you, 80% of them, you got to watch out. 20% will tell you the truth, but you got to know the 20%. That's what, you know, thank you, listeners. You know, I, I gave out my phone number on another radio show, and I had so many people call me, said, thank you. I've learned a lot. I've opened, you've opened my eyes. I love Proverbs 1-5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. You've taught me so much. Thank you for those calls, that encouragement. Because sometimes these bills from these radio stations get up so high, it's a little encouraging, you know. But I, I had so many people call and thank me on the, on the shows, what I'm doing. So it, it makes me feel good. I want to serve. I want to give. I want to be your mentor. I feel so sorry for this young couple. Here they're in the military. They're struggling, you know. And it, and now they, they're, they're in debtor's prison. They own a car that they're going to be making payments forever, and and it's not going to be worth anything when they get through paying for it because they're going back and forth to New Mexico. Their family lives in San Antonio. They're going to be stationed in New Mexico. They need a good transportation to go back and forth to see their family. I don't blame them. But, I mean, should the dealership treat them that away would the would the salesman the sales manager and the owners want to go to buy a tv buy a house buy property buy anything and be treated the same way that they're treating that couple sell them something and oh no this is a mistake oh no this your credit's bad oh no this and that oh no keep making payments on your trade-in 
keep making I, I still can't believe it. They said, yeah, yeah. And here they gave us 240 back for paying in $630. I think that's what they said it was. Big deal. And so finally, maybe this dealership finally paid their title off. But after four months in a black tag, you know, I'm not sure that the state would like this deal. I mean, there's enough hair, trash, bad actions on this deal. They might get nasty. But see, they, here we go again. I got magazines. I'm, I'm showing them up on Facebook here. I got magazines telling the violations of F&I, the violations of dealers, of how many are so crooked. How many love the big spin? And they'll spin you. Just to give you another example, a little lady that I know used to go to my Bible study. She said, Randy, you're too busy. I, I didn't want to bother you. And so I was a preferred customer. I had a VIP tag. And I took my card, my VIP card, and I went in this dealership. And I was going to buy this certain car with a certain equipment. And they changed me and they put me in something else. And they told me this would fit my budget, this would fit my deal, this, that, and the other. She said, man... And and then, then they started shooting me prices, and they started telling me trade-ins, and they just kept going and going, and they just fired figures at me left and right. And she said, I walked out the door thinking, what did I get for this car? What are my payments? What did they give me trade-in? What's my interest rate? She said, I got home, and like that, a heart attack. She said, I, I bought something more, a smaller, less equipment car, than I intended to buy for more money. And that, my credit is better than that. I, I, I deserve a better rate. And then they charge me a lot of money for extended warranty. I don't think I should pay that. And then they got me for gap. I said, well, after, <coughs> excuse me, right after that, her daughter is in a minor accident. So now they got a Honda with a bad Carfax. They got a Honda that they didn't want. They got a Honda they owed too much. They did get a better interest rate. They did drop the extended warranty. I told them not to drop the gap because of the accident they were in. So they got a vehicle they're super unhappy with because they got spun. Another same story. Lady shows up. She bought something she didn't intend to buy. She wanted to get rid of it. Showed 45000 on I said, well, take it back to the dealer that sold you and see what they want to give. Oh, let's give her the song and dance. We don't buy cars, uh, new cars back. You don't. Well, why you got a lot full? You got 500 sitting out there, and you don't want to buy one more? No, we don't buy our new cars back. Well, that's the key. This is a one-sided business, folks. One-way business. Hey, we're making money on you. We're going to do it our way, and I'm sorry it doesn't fit you and your lifestyle. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, go back and look at look at uh, Matthew 25, 34 to 45, because I'm going to tell you, it sure makes you think, is it okay to treat somebody that way, and you know better, and you know the truth, and you intimidate them? Go back and read Matthew 25, 34 to 45, all the way down to 45, and think about pertaining to the car business. You might see some things and enlighten some things and show you some things that need to be, how people are treating you. But it's okay for me to intimidate you. It's okay for me to be overbearing. It's okay for me to lie to you. Oh, but don't lie to me if I'm buying anything from you. I'm going to hammer you, man. I'm an expert at selling, and I'm going to hammer you if you go to lying to me. I'm not going for it. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Here on the Word 630 AM, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want to buy your vehicle. I don't care what it is. I'll put a figure on it. Now, some of them's cheap. Some of them's high. The market's up. I'm paying more money than I was, and I want to because we need cars. I need about 200 right now. So give me a call, 830-708-4789. When I come back, give me a call on the radio station, 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. Plenty, plenty of ugly out there. I'm telling you, 
God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. I'm trying my best. I'm not perfect, but I got news for you. I know a lot of stuff about the car business, and I'm close to finishing my first book, and I've got a few more to go. God bless you. Be right back. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing. Every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care. Two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now, back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Thank you, San Antonio, for tuning in to learn to buy and sell cars.com. I'm telling you, the market's up, and I need all kinds of cars. I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, so give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's my mobile number. If you have any questions, anything, any kind of needs, give me a call. Love to talk to you. Love to help you any way that I can. That's 830-708-4789. And let, let me finish one little thing on, on this. And, you know, the parables describes acts of mercy we can do every day. Acts of mercy? Were they merciful to these two, that young couple that was in the military? I don't think they were merciful to, at all. These acts do not depend on the wealth, the ability, or the intelligence. They are simple acts freely given and freely received. We have no more excuses to neglect those who have deep needs. You know, I don't know how deep cars go on our needs. But, you know, we've got to to love people. We've got to tell the truth. What what happened to conscience? Is it is the car business a way of life? I see 20% of them tell the truth, do it right, and, and handle it. And don't rip people off. <clears throat> Work on a small percentage. But the 80% want to try to, you know, this deal on this spin, this deal's going to end up making off of that couple probably 60, 70% of their investment. Unbelievable amount of money. Put people in a bind. No conscience, don't care, no mercy. Do they want mercy when they're buying something? Do they want grace when they're buying something? Do they want to be, deal with the right person, buy the right product, buy it at the cheapest price, get the extended warranties with no extra cost, whatever comes from factory warranties or whatever warranties there is? They want to deal with it the right way. But when it, it's the roles are reversed, they, they get changed. And it's just like I was talking. I have a, another show, MakingMemoriesRV.com. Look that up, MakingMemoriesRV.com. And we were at a little function last weekend. You probably saw me live in a in a parking lot on uh, on KSLR or Facebook. And so I was talking to the person that I'm that I'm on the radio show with, and we buy RVs. I buy campers. I buy RVs. I buy just anything legal, let's put it that way. And so we were talking about people buying their RVs, buying their motorhomes. Evergreen RV is where I take my consignments to sell. But I'm in control of the situation. I don't let them, you know, beat me up. I understand the market. And, I under and they need me there because people sometimes need to sell a unit and they don't have a buyer and I buy it. 
So we're talking, and this customer comes in, and this other customer had taken it around trying to sell the unit. But he was taking it with pictures and a description to these to these places that buy, sometimes buy, RVs, and they were hitting him super low. But they all kept saying, come in, come in. So Jay says, Randy, I don't understand why everybody demands you buy over pictures, you buy over descriptions, you know, and I, you must do all right. And I said, yeah, and, you know, as long as there's no, no major problems. I said, but everybody wants home field advantage. They want you on their turf. They want to be able to control you. You made an effort. You've come all this way, and now you're on my property. I've got you trapped, and I'll, I want home field advantage. Car dealers look at it that way. Mobile home people, RV people, camper people. You know, look look us up, makingmemoriesrv.com. You'll find out what time we're on. We're on Saturday nights. But we've got a show that I'm buying RVs off of. Because people are understanding, you know, they buy with excitement. They buy the thrill of the moment. They buy with great intentions, but they don't use it. And so, you know, a home field advantage means a bunch. And that's why the dealerships say and do anything to get you into their dealership. Uh, so they don't get any, they don't give mercy, but they sure want a lot of it. Playing with fire in this magazine. I just happened to open it up a while ago. Playing with fire. Two attorneys issued a warning about new sales tricked circling through the interest. It's circling through the industry. Their advice, it's too good to be true. It probably is. Have you heard the new one? A sales trainer is suggesting a sales trick that has salespeople regularly selling vehicles for more than their advertised price. The practice uh, invites customers to stay to pay additional amount above the advertised price as a tip for excellent service and for getting excellent, exceptional deal. The trainer claims this is a kosher, provided the additional amount is fully disclosed and the customer agrees to pay it. It sounds too good to be true. Well, that's because it probably is. Most states have laws. Well, here we go again. I mean, this is a car dealer magazine. Excuse me. I mean, and they're telling about the dirty tricks that they're pulling. Now, is that fuel for the other guys? Hey, there's 80% of the dealers out there who read that article and say, hey, we're missing money. Hey, look here, I found a new trick. We can do this. You know, and some dealers use those tricks, and they make so much money, they don't care if they get fined. They don't care if they get their hands slapped. You know, OCC will come in and, and check them out and slap their hand, but they've already made so much money, they don't care. Oh, OCC, the only reason... They show up my my lot, and they've, I've never been fined from them, and I've been checked a bunch of times. They bring their families over and drop them off at Slitterbond, and they come over and harass Randy because they know they can go through my books and there's no problem. They can take the day off. But they don't check new car dealers. Oh, man, new car dealers are special. Yeah, they take care of the customers. They would never lie. They never mistreat anybody, intimidate anybody. They never do anything wrong. So we don't check new car dealers. And then, of course, we have so many problems in the used car business. They got plenty to check. But we don't have enough investigator inspectors running around checking out dealers. So most of the time we can get by with anything we can. Not me because, you know, I want to do it right. I mean, I've been checked so many times. It's unbelievable. We're close to Austin, and we got Slitterbond. Man, Slitterbond's caused me some pain and misery. All these guys show up. They spend three or four hours with you. you got to put, give a secretary to them. They look through all my paperwork, and then they check off that we're good, and they go down the road, and like I say, I've never been fined. But there's so many dealers out there that never get checked. I know some guys that tell me they've never been checked. So big spinners, hey, they need to check this deal. 
I mean, I can I can give them. I know of seven or eight right now that people got spun that I guarantee is not right. Signed two or three contracts because they figured out another way to make more money. 20% will tell you the truth. 80% will just lie, 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 smile to you, say, I love you, give me the money. You know, we want to be your friend. Give us a call, 210 340 9585. It's Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. So many people are asking me, besides the one that wanting to buy these flooded vehicles, because I guess they're mechanically inclined and they want something to do. Hey, keeps them out of the beer joints, keeps them out of trouble, keeps them at home working, being productive, so maybe it's not such a bad deal. But they've got to understand the value is not there in a flood car. It's been branded. I was riding along with a good friend of mine, and he got a call, and he used to be a claims adjuster. And they're needing claims adjusted because there's so many claims out there. And they're begging him to come to work, offering him good money to come to work, bring his team, put him in. He's got so much to do, it'd be unbelievable. But it's not fitting his life, it looks like right now. And money's not his God. Yes, he loves providing, he loves giving, he loves doing, but money's not his God. When in, If it had been money his God, he'd have thrown me out on the road and took off. He'd been heading off to go Houston to go to work. But money's not his God. He, and so he's looking at the situation and passed it. But there's so much down there. Stop and think about this. This is a comparison to cars and homes. Cars, they're flooded. They're branded. They're, it's going to be on the title. Now, it may not be if you get a title, but if you transfer it, it's going to come on the title. There is mistakes in this business. I just got one cleaned up. I had a Mustang, never been wrecked, never been painted on, a little GT Mustang, 06. And it got tattooed by somebody else. By mistake, they put in the wrong VIN number, and it happened to be that VIN number, and it showed to be a total loss, and it hadn't been a total loss. We had go through the state, prove that it didn't, go to uh, Carfax, straighten it all out, finally got it all straightened out. But in a vehicle, flood title is supposed to be there. It's on record. And so if you buy it, you, they had you a good title, and it, it just happened to slip through the, the system. You better check and see if it shows a flood title in previous. See if it's had an insurance claim against it. Because this is your hard-earned money. So what are these people going to do? I was told by another insurance adjuster that he's finding out. That he, Of course, he's handling the in- people with insurance. There's so many people with no flood insurance. And so... Uh, they're going to pitch the keys. They owe a bunch on their house. The house needs a whole lot of work. They're pitching the keys. But here's the key. A lot of them are going and buying motor homes and fifth wheels because the credit's still good. If they're going to pitch the keys to the house and let it go back, it's going to hurt their credit. So they're buying and getting situated for the next seven years with a fifth wheel camper and, and maybe a truck to pull it with. Because the credit's still good. And then they'll, you know, worry about it later. Because the hardship they're barely getting by now, now their house is flooded. Now, how do you sell that house? You know it's been in a flood. Well, just like a car. You know it's been in a flood. It's branded. So you've got to think of that situation. What's the value of it? Now, these people wanting certain cars. They're looking at paying, you know, 10, 15, maybe 20% of the original wholesale value. So they're knocking it tremendous amount. But here's the key. How many people want them? How many places want them? How many body shops want them? You know, and some of these guys still think they can wash the title and get rid of the flood. I had a guy that had been in the business forever tell me last week, said, well, I can wash that title. I said, where? You can't wash that title. He said, yeah, I'm, I can wash that title. Bull he can lie to the customer and tell them all kinds of lies. But that that nowadays, 
goes to all 50 states. So that's going to stay with that vehicle. So you, you've got that situation where it's going to be branded. Depends on who's selling it. That guy's going to oversell it, promise you the moon, tell you what a great deal it is. Man, what's, what are you going to do in that situation? You want to make that bad decision? Number one, look under the dash. See if there's a water line. Number two, look at the seat belts. Look under the, the cover to the seat belt. See if there's any trash there. See if they put new seat belts in. If they put new seat belts in, it's because they couldn't get rid of the water line. Look in the door panels. I'll take the door panel off. Have a body shop mechanic take it off. Look inside. Look thoroughly on this vehicle because you might be opening a can of worms bigger than yourself. You know, self-control is good, but Christ wants us to practice thought control as well. See, and the, the thought control I'm talking about is I gotta have it. I can't live without it. What's my God in my life? I, my God at one time was selfishness. It was me. I was, I thought I, you know, just like I've talked about a little bit right now, what the United States is going through. My opinion's my God. And if you don't like my opinion, and you don't agree with my opinion, I'm going to call you names. And I'm going to cuss at you. I'm going to fuss at you. I'm going to do everything because you don't agree with me. But my opinion has become my God, and that's the only thing that matters to me. And when it gets to be my God, now I've got rights. And then my rights become my God. And i got these rights, and I deserve them. I'm special. I'm a child of God. Really? I don't think so, but, you know, take my advice and do whatever your heart desires. Believe what you're going to believe, because I'm not going to change your mind. You can't change these people's minds. But when you're in that type of situation, when you're that way of thoughts, your thoughts are controlling you. Your thoughts will put you in a bind. Your thoughts will clog your mind, and it'll put you where you buy something you don't intend to buy. So you got to examine yourself. And I, I was in that situation years ago. I thought that I was always right. Man, I was always right. Now I'm beginning to wonder if I'm ever right. But if you let your thoughts, you let your opinions, you let your emotions control you. We love you walking in at our car dealership, just like I just read to you about them attorneys warning these new car dealers of what they're doing. I guarantee you, might be a can of worms. I had a dealer ask me, and this is pretty hard to believe, this guy's been in business for 15 years. He said, I was told, he he was told, it's illegal to uh, sell a diesel truck without the emissions on it. I said, yeah. He said, well, everybody does it, and I've done it. I said, okay, come to my car lot. I'll show you the sign. It's a federal offense and $25,000 fine. Huh? I said, yeah. I said, these lawyers hadn't found out about it. They don't care about it. But it's a $25,000 fine. Now, in his mind, everybody else was doing it. That makes it lawful. Really? Yeah, that makes it right. Everybody else is doing it. Well, I mean, you know, well, we told the customer it was that way. But did you tell the customer it's illegal? Did you tell the customer it might be a day where he can't get it inspected due to emissions? Did you tell the customer that, you know, the whole truth about the deal? No. See, that's the key. Dealers know the truth, but we don't tell the truth. He said, you don't sell them? I said, no. I said, I, I had a truck come in. The emissions were off of it. I bought it. And uh, we ordered the right stuff to put it back. Guy comes in and says, I want to buy that truck. Said, it's not for sale at the moment. Said, why not? I want it. Said, we got to put the emissions back on it. He said, well, I want it anyway. He said, I'm going to take it back off anyway. I said, you do what you want to. I'm putting the emissions back on there. And then... You do what you want to. I said, but I tell you what, I'll do this. When you take it off, 
I'll buy it back because I'm buying new parts to put on there, and I'll take the parts back. I sold him the truck with the emissions on. He goes down the road. Two days later, he brings me back the emissions. But anybody else would have sold it without that way because majority of them. Now, new car dealers, they know a little better, and they don't want that lawsuit, and they don't want to fight that situation. But there's so many other dealers that know the truth. Now, this guy didn't. Why? Because he's not paying attention. He's not studying. He's not knowing what's going on. He don't care. Do, is it care where you, you know what the laws are and follow? Hey, I'm going to tell you something. He gets slapped with a couple of $100,000 flying. He might get concerned, Bubba. Yeah. Yeah, I, it might be a better, better deal. But a lot of people don't understand the laws. But are we above the laws? Do we think we're above the laws? Everybody else is doing it. Does that make it where we can be above the law? Everybody else is doing it. I can do it. No. Everybody else can do it, but I'm not going to do it. I can wholesale them. You can wholesale the unit, but you cannot retail a unit without the emissions on it. That's just the deal. And, you know, so many car dealers think differently. I'm writing, starting to write a book about that. The thinking the, in the mind of a car dealer. Oh, boy, didn't that. A, you know, we look inside the mind of some car dealers. I don't think we, it wouldn't be a pretty sight. That's for sure. We, we've got to think about the purchases we're making. You know, do you live for the moment? Do you see the value of setting, setting money back for the future? You know, just like that couple we talked about at the beginning of the show. Uh, they're they're for the next seven eight years. They're not going to be able to send any money back because their payments so high. Uh, I've seen investors on one of my shows before the show. I listened to the show before because before they put me on air. The guy always ends the show. If you'll put three hundred fifty dollars back, and in forty years you'll be able to retire and have plenty of money, three hundred fifty a month. Uh, that's a third of some of these car payments, or at least a half. Are we saving for the future? Make today pay off tomorrow. Make decisions today and think about tomorrow. When you're making the decision today, have you thought about what's going to happen the next two, three, four, five? Now we're looking at seven-year payments, and they're talking about eight, nine, and ten-year payments. Have you thought about what your health's going to be? You know, we, we we buy everything we can, and millenniums don't want to be like our parents because we bought too big a house, too much cars, too much this, too much that, and there's no money left at the end of the month. But so they don't want to be like us. So we're living on a tight, tight budget with no money left at the end of the month. And then something happens, job hiccup, health problem, family problem, family needs money, kids need money, somebody needs money, parents need money, and you don't have it to give? Why? Because you haven't set nothing back. My mother told me, I could. she could have taught Dave Ramsey's class, I guarantee you. She told me, said, son, if you don't have half the money, y'all not look at buying something. And keep your house paid off. That way, if anything happens, you still got a place to live. Well, we never own our own homes because of taxes. I just sold a big piece of property in New Brunswick. Why? Because I don't. Taxes are going to be thirty thousand a year, and in ten years I paid three hundred sixty thousand in tax. Oh man, life's too short. I want my life simplified. I want to be on the radio helping you, being your mentor, buying the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'll buy anything, old cars, new cars, wrecked cars, bad transmission, bad motors. I'll give you a figure on them. Uh, I've got a, a lady right now needing to get rid of a vehicle. I need to call a guy today on it, and I'm going to let him go handle it for her. She's in South Austin. She listens to my Austin show, and I'm about to drop it. So don't look for it. But I've got other shows. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. See what time we're on, where we're on. Of course, we love KSLR. 
8, uh, 6.30 a.m., the word. We're on Saturday morning, 9 to 10. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, text somebody. Tell them that, you know, I'm learning a little bit. Maybe this guy will enlighten you, open your eyes, open your mind, help you a little bit. I don't know. I want to... I want you to have an even playing field. I want you to know, have the, or go to YouTube. You know, how to make a car deal. Look at that YouTube on YouTube. Then you'll see how they're training salesmen to sell you. They're sociology majors trying to figure out how to put you together. And that's what I want to do. I want to be there for you. So, hey, you need to know what your vehicle's worth. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Describe your car. I'll make you an offer on the car. I'll buy your car. I'm buying listeners' cars. I'm selling a few cars to listeners, helping them out, directing them, giving them free information. 95% of my ministry right now is giving back to other people, giving information, helping them out, giving them options. You all got options. You just got to know where they're at and what they are. So be sure and tune in next week. Whatever the Lord brings me, I'll have it on that show. He brought me that today. I mean, when I opened up the Bible today and it hit hit me between the eyes, I saw, oh, man, that's right. Because, I mean, how are you treating people? How are you helping? Does it matter that a rich guy come in? You give a rich guy a better deal than you give a poor guy? Here's these poor couple in the military. And they, they hammered her. They spin them. They got them in a bad position. They tied them up. I don't know. Maybe there's a way out. Maybe the state needs to know. Maybe the attorney general needs to know. I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but I got a bunch of them. God bless you. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Give me a call, 830-708-4789-625-7159. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. I love you, America. Hey, USA, I love you. Stand firm. We love you. God bless America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.